Good evening. Hope you're all doing well. Today we're learning Maseches Kedushin Daf Samech Dalad, and we're starting at a new Mishnah, two lines down from the top. He writes under all of our learning, each word should be a schus for the Matzah of an Eretz Yisrael. The Mishnah says, Kiddashti Esbiti, if a man says, I married off my daughter, and not only that, Kiddashtiha Vigei Rashtiha, I married her off, and then I facilitated her divorce, Kshihiktana, while she was still underage. She remains to be underage. The halacha is ne'eman. We trust the father under those circumstances. That means that she can't marry a Kohen anymore. She's divorced. It's a problem. A similar case where the father says that I married her off and facilitated her divorce while she was a Kitana. But now, so now she's a Gdola. He is not believed. What about the case of Nishbeis Ufudise? Uh, Let's say Rahman al-Litzlan. This is Mamish today's Sogyan Eretz Yisrael. You have women, girls who have been held captives. Ufudise. Shamirachim. Bein shiktana, bein shiktola, eno neman. The halacha is that one way or the other, uh, there's no neman us by the father there. Maishna reisho, maishna seifa. Why is it that in the reisha that we trust the father? And why is it that in the seifa we don't trust the father? We're samachdal and amadalif, eight lines down, a couple lines into the Gemara. So it says the Gemara, reisha biyade. In the reisha where it was kidashtiha vigeirashtiha while she was a katana and she's still a katana. So that he can control. He has some aspects of control there. But Seifa, in the latter cases where we say Enonema, that's cases number two and three of the Mishnah, there, Labiyode, he has no control because one is a case of Shivuim, he has no control. So the Gemara says, that's not true. I could come up with a case where a father puts his daughter into questionable status. It's not a case of captivity, but it's still a real case. Vilo, is that really true that we don't trust a father? <coughs> that a father doesn't have control to make his daughter usher. <clears throat> After all, in theory, it's not mutter, but in theory, a father could marry off his daughter to a chala, to a chala and the assumption of the Gemara is that she'd be a chalala, and that would then be him making her puzzle, just like the case of Nishpes would make her puzzle. Says the Gemara, hello, Kasha. That's actually not a good question from chalal. Why not? The Gemara says, because... There's nothing wrong. So, I didn't know this. There's nothing wrong, um, says Rebbe Dustoy ben Yehuda, with uh, Yiddish Shemedal marrying a Chalal. The halacha is that uh, um, technically it's not Mutter, but of course we know Mamzer. Uh, has to marry a mamzer suffolk or a mamzer vatai, but a regular Israelis can't marry a mamzer. So if I marry off a child, a daughter to a mamzer, so maybe then I'm similar to the case of Nishbase, and maybe I should be Naaman because I do have control over that. So the Gemara says, no, Karebi Akiva. That in the camp of Rebbe Yehuda, no, you can't even marry off a girl to a mom. You might have thought that I could mechanically marry them, that the that they, the chalos of the Kiddushin is, the chalos is a zero. Once we're together, chai ve'lav, and the halacha is that there is no marriage at all, because he holds ain Kiddushin tovsin v'chai ve'lav. We saw this sugya many months ago in Maseches Yevamos, as to whether or not a marriage only doesn't work when the marriage is together, kares, or is it only base or love? Sota also. Oh, you said it two days ago. You're making me look bad, Stan. 
Although the truth is I do fine making myself look bad without you. So I don't need your help. I, I, I distinctly don't recall things without your help. So. <laughs> okay, good. So the Gemara says that you can't say the case of Mamzerus that a father in theory could no father can't in theory marry off his daughter to a Mamzer because according to Rabbi Akiva since there's the, that's Chayvelavin so the Kiddushin's not Chal so you can't create a scenario that just by the marriage she's going to become Asura so says the Gemara well wait one second according to Rabbi Akiva maybe we should say Reb Simoy within the camp of Rabbi Akiva he has an approach by which we can say that perhaps, again, it's us or to do it, but maybe the, the marriage would work whereby the father does have control. Maybe he then should be Naman if he marries off his daughter uh, as an almana to a coin gadol. And how does Reb Simoy understand this? Detanya, we're a third of the way down. Tanya, the Brisa writes, how do we know that we have a case scenario where within the camp of Rabbi Akiva, who holds that Chayvei Lavin or Nachal, how do we know that we could create a scenario where a father does have control by marrying off his daughter to someone who's Asura to her, making her Asur? Tanya, Rav Simai Omer, Min hakol oser Rabbi Akiva Mamzer. Rabbi Akiva says all cases are Mamzerus. Chutz me'almana l'koen gadol. Oh, so this is what pierces the armor of Rabbi Akiva. This is the one exception. Really, Rabbi Akiva holds that all of the following cases are Mamzerus. One, two, three, four, five. What's the one exception? This one. It's the case of almana l'koen gadol, and therefore perhaps that marriage will work because he held Rabbi Akiva held that Mamzerus was. Uh, was of a higher standard, but maybe perhaps it's just Almana la Kohen Gadol. Share Toro Amra, Lo Yikach, that you're not allowed to marry a, a Kohen Gadol, is not allowed to marry an Almana. And then it says, Velo Yechalel, Chilulim Ose, it does make the, that Kohen Gadol into a Chalal. So perhaps we have found that possibility that our Mishnah is recommending that we have a father who can create a scenario, albeit Be'isr where he can marry off his daughter, he has control. He should be Naman, unlike our Mishnah, by the case of Niftes, of Nishbe Sufdise, where he's not Naman. Says the Gemara, Kerev Yishovav. disagreed. He disagreed sharply with how Rav Simoy understood Rabbi Akiva. So let's be super clear. Rabbi Akiva had a shita. Rav Simoy had one lens. And Rav Yishovav completely disagreed. Kerev Yishovav. Da'amar bo v'nitzavach al Akiva ben Yosef. We need to kick and scream about the shita of Rabbi Akiva ben Yosef. You have to be quite the wide-shouldered person to go up against the great giant of Rabbi Akiva. He might have been a farmer when he was a young man, but he was no slouch when he was an older man. So if you're going to be fighting against Rabbi Akiva, you better have a good source. And in this case, Rabbi Sheva was kicking and screaming. Rabbi Akiva also had a din that if the bia is not allowed, then the child would be a mamzer. And if that's true, even in a case of Almana Lekohen Gadol, granted there's no mamzerus, but it doesn't matter because once we have a status of no bia, so because the bia is a surah between the Almana and the Kohen Gadol, therefore the kid's a mamzer. So it's not mamzerus stam. It's mamzerus because of a secondary reason. And therefore, even by Almana Lekohen Gadol, there, so he disagreed with Rav Simoy. Rav Simoy said that Almana Lekohen Gadol was an exception to mamzerus. Rabbi Akiva says, no, it's not an uh, not Rabbi Akiva. Uh, Rabbi Shevav says that it's not an exception, and even the Almana the Kohen God is still going to be a Mamzer. What was that? One? <clears throat> Are the ones that Rabbi Shevav are they allowed to other Mamzerim, or is this still like a 
can these people marry each other? Yeah. A mamzer can marry both a mamzer vada and a mamzer suffik. Mamzer vada, amrachman, but mamzer suffik. The other way. A mamzer can only marry a mamzer vada. Is that right? What's the drasha? No one said. Mamzer vada, amrachman, but mamzer suffik. I think that's correct. Not 100% sure, but I think a mamzer can only marry another mamzer. By the way, people, there. This is the discussion. Like, should you make like a website for moms there and get married? Like, this is a shayla because their kids. It's not so pushed. Like you're perpetuating something, but then okay, but then they die lonely. They that means that they never have a chance. They never marry nothing. It's not pushed. It's not going to be an OU initiative anytime soon. That's for sure. So, I guess my question is more along the lines of: Are they considered the same? Mamzer, so that they can marry someone who was from a yeah. with somebody who wasn't her husband. Yeah, Mamzer is a Mamzer. According to Rabbi Akiva, the Mamzer yeah. list is very broad. Yeah, all of them are the same. Yeah, they're same. all the same. Yeah, yeah. In theory, again, I don't know if it's it might be mutter. Technically, it might not be good public policy, but uh, it it would be mutter for them to marry lechora, seemingly. So says the Gemara, <laughs> halfway down, two lines before the wide line. I could under all I could understand this shita. I could understand that if he's saying his own shita, all of this makes perfect sense. But if you want to say that he's just trying to uh, to elbow Reb Simoy and his understanding of Rebbe Akiva out of the way, it wouldn't help because this is a new lens that if you just say the machlokas is between Rabbi Shevav and Rabbi Simo, it's how they understand Rabbi Akiva doesn't matter. Because according to Rabbi Akiva, you're also going to be a mamzer for violating Chayve Asay, which is Mechudosh anyways, because it's rare that an Isra Asay could lead to mamzerus. We usually have like Brismila and Pesach are the rare exceptions where an Asay leads to a severe negative. This would be the next tier under because it's not Karets, but it could lead a person to mamzerus even the Chayve Asay. So that's one significant significant question, but here's a better one. Amar Ravasi, Ravasi, Ravasi says, Vitizbara, is this even logical? Is our Mishnah, does it make even make any sense? You wanted to say, What was the Reisha? Let's look back at the Mishnah. A man says, And then we said that, that it's Naman. Why did we say it was Naman? Because we said the father had control. Says the Gemara, no, he didn't. Why not? Nahib, granted, two-thirds of the way down, second of the wide lines. Granted, Nahib, biyado lekacha, but biyado lekarsha? You wanted to argue the distinction in the Mishnah between the Reisha and the Seifa. Is that in the Reisha, the father's Naman, because, oh, he gets to decide what happens with his Ketana daughter. And in the Seifa, because there was a lack of the father's control, we tried to figure out maybe the all the stuff in the middle there about the coin. Forget that. The ratio that you said the father had control, he does not have control. The father's not allowed to force a divorce. Half. But the case scenario, he's, he has a, <laughs> it's like poking the right side of a balloon. All day it's gone. The fact that you can marry her is wonderful, but it doesn't mean that you're a Naman because at the end of the day, you can't force the divorce. So that's question number two. The Odin, furthermore, Ilu Amar. <laughs> Ilu Amar, hi, if the man says, Dalo Nicha Begava, if the man says, even by the Kedushin, if the man says, I don't want to marry your Katana daughter, 
So Stan said it's half seas. It's not half seas. It's nothing. Because you're right that I have the power to marry off my daughter. But if you don't want to marry my daughter, I can't force you to. So we made our first approach in our Mishnah was the first case of the Mishnah was very simple. The father had control. It's Kedushin, it's Gerushin. And the second two cases, the father had no control. Says the Gemara, the father has no control anywhere, not in the Resha or in the Seva. Because even in the Resha, the Mice at the end of the day, can't force Kedushin. You have the power to bring her to Kedushin. But if the guy you want to propose to, tall, dark, and handsome, says, I'm not interested in your daughter, you can't force that. And the divorce also you can't force. So the last 30 lines of Gemara scrapped. This just doesn't work. Great question by Ravashi. It's actually odd that the Gemara waited this long to, to ask this question because it's so obvious. Certainly the, the get part and even the Kedushin part, like it's uh, they're very rational, reasonable questions. So it says <laughs> Ravashi. Hello, Ravashi. Resha, the only reason why we have any Nehemanis in our Mishnah is because Rachmana uh, Hemne, the Torah believed him in the, in the Resha. It's not because of any svaras that we're going to impose or overlay. It's because the Torah itself trusted him in the case of Kidashtiha Vigerashtiak Shik Tana. What's the Pasuk? Kiravhuna. Damravhuna. Damravhuna Marab. Minayin Laav Shineman Lesor is Bita Minatora. How do we know that a father is able to, uh, to bring about a status of Isser of his daughter from other men uh, on a Torah level? Shinemar as Bitina Sati Loish Hazet, Loish Asra. When he's when the Torah says the word liish, he can bring her into kedushin, which forbids her from other people. And hazeh hitira benisuin, he's then allowed to say, okay, now you're allowed to marry person X, and therefore hemne rachmana leav, but b'shvuye lo hemne. But lamaisa, when it comes to a father, that's just not the drush on the pasuk. It's not how the chachamim understood the pasuk in chumash. <laughs> so now let's look back at our Mishnah. The first case of our Mishnah was Kidashtia the Kshiktana, we said the father was Naman. In the second case, which was similar, but now she's a Gedola, we said Eno Naman. And in the case of Nishbesu Fadise, there too we said the father's Eno Naman. Why is there a difference in cases one where he's Naman and two and three where he's not? It's simple, because the Torah said so. One of the best forms of parenting. I don't care what your Swaras are as why. We're not Dorish time of the Krah. What what is what is the din? The din is that Hashem trusts you. There, that's it. That's a conversation short and over. Which is very, very interesting because if we would rewrite this Gemara according to the conclusion, we would have written our Mishnah and then we would have said, Ne'eman, Dichsiv, the Pasuk. And oddly, the Gemara does not go that route. The Gemara takes a whole nother Mahalach and a lengthy one at that. It's 25 lines of Gemara. Um, why? I'm just saying that it, I, I like finding the gist of things. And if I was a gister and looking for the most synthesized version of this Gemara, it would not be this. So that's why we have Rishonim to tell us what to extract from the Havaminas. There's a famous Kolbo in, based on the Gemara Masechah Shabbos that, uh, based on the question of Dilma Megispa. And the Kolbo infers from the question, not even from the answer, from the question that there's an Isra to stir a pot on a, on a Kli Rishon Al-Gabi Aish. Isra Doresa. So we see that from Havaminas, even from questions, questions are not answers. But when you ask the question, it's a revelation of your values. Same thing over here. We have 25 lines of Gemara. We easily could have written it without, it would have been, it would have been easier to learn, clear, it doesn't matter. That's not the way we get to choose how Shas is built. We have a lot to learn from these 25 lines. We just don't have time to extract what we need to, but there's a lot to be said.
All right. It says the Gemara as follows. We are at a new Mishnah, two-thirds of the way down. Misha Omar Bishas Misa. So the man says at the time of his death, Yeshli Banim, I have children. Naman. However, put on your Yavamos cap. If he says Yeshli Achim, Eno Naman. Now, I don't know what kind of marriage they had that she did not know that he did or did not have brothers. But nevertheless, if her husband, if Rachel's husband, Ruvain, is on his deathbed, and right before he kicks, he says, I have brothers. So what happens if we believe him? Yeshli, no, one or the other. If he says, Yeshli Banim, we believe him because there's no halachic nafkemina. But if he says, Yeshli Achim, not for Banim, she knows they're not her kids. He's saying Yeshli Banim from another marriage. But he, over here, the, the halachic nafkemina would be Yeshli Achim Enonemon. If he says, I have brothers that I never told you about, and they have no children, and he dies, she's a Yavama. Huge differences. So the Mishnah says, <coughs> he's not Naaman. We trust him as it relates to saying that the boys are born, that they're, he had kids from a previous marriage. No problem. But you want to tell me now on the deathbed that you have brothers, and now I'm, I'm, I'm a Yavama? The Torah says no. The Mishnah says we don't. It's, uh, we, we bifurcate it now. We said we trust him, but not over here. Okay, we have to figure this out. This is a great piece of Gemara. Says the Gemara, Alma, Neeman Lahatir, Vein Neeman Lahasor. Brilliant, simple, deductive reasoning. It's clear from the Mishnah. Sorry about the cough. It's clear from the Mishnah that we believe him to say, for example, that he has sons. No problem. That's Lahatir. No problem at all. No damage. But Vein Neeman Lahasor. He's not allowed to pipe up on his deathbed and say, I have brothers. And by the way, when I die, here you follow. That doesn't work. So says the Gemara, first of all, Neymar, perhaps we need to say that Masnisen deloka Reb Nosan. It seems that our Mishnah is not like the Shita of Reb Nosan. We just said our Mishnah is Neman Lahatir and Ve'ein Neman Lesor. Titania, we have a Brisa, the Tanakama first, and then Reb Nosan next. Bishaz Kiddushin, if a man says when they get married, Amar, Yesh Lobanim, and Bishaz Misa, Amar, Ein Lobanim. So now he doesn't speak once, he speaks twice. Right before they get married, he said, I have children from a previous marriage. Right before he dies, he said, no, I don't. <laughs> or, Bishas Kiddushin Amar Amar Ein Lo Achim, and Bishas Misa Amar Yesh Lo Achim, Neem on Lahatir, Ve'ein Neem on Lesor Dibri Reb Rebbe. That's perfect. That's Kaftor Baferach. That's exactly like our Mishnah. Our Mishnah, <laughs> the, the deduction that the Gemara poses from our Mishnah, that it asserts, is that we believe the Shchivmeira, uh, we believe the guy in his deathbed to be matir things, but not to Asr, his wife has a Yavama. So we see that the Tanakama in this case is a perfect match. That's a Rebbe. He's a perfect match for our Mishnah. Look at what Reb Nassim says, six lines from the bottom. Yeah, but it doesn't Asr her. It has implications. It has implications. But the Gemara is talking about a, a direct impact on her. That's an indirect impact. Right. Yibum is, she, she's trapped now. That's a, it's a different level of, uh, I mean, in Lumdus, I'm bothered by the Ne'emonus piece. Like, why is it that his words matter as it relates to Bunim? And therefore, to your point, things change in Yerusha. Masha'en came when it comes to Yibum. But we, uh, we're, we, broadly, the royal we, think more categorically. You're either Ne'emon or you're not. 
And what the Gemara is saying is, okay, I hear you, but but it's not always so simple to do that. We we need to <laughs> assess when your neman how it impacts other scenarios. Your neman, we believe you in general, but your nemonis has a limit, which is that you can't say something on your deathbed that makes your wife soon to be widow a yavama. That you can't do. That you can't do. But Rabnasan argues with this. Rabnasan argues and says, no, it's not correct. Af neman lesser. So perhaps, says the Gemara, maybe our Mishnah is not Reb Nassan, because our Mishnah holds Ne'eman Lahatir Ve'e Ne'eman Lesor. But the Brisa holds in the name of Reb Nassan of Af Ne'eman Lesor, meaning according to Reb Nassan, it would be the case that if a husband sent on his deathbed, by the way, I have brothers, she's a Yavama. Zika is instantaneous upon death. She can't marry anybody other than a brother. Chalitza, even whatever, whatever, get, whatever the case may be. So do is it correct to say that our Mishnah is not like Reb Nasa? Seems that way. Says the Gemara, six lines from the bottom. Oh, my Rava, no. Shiny Hasam. The case of our Mishnah and the case of the ensuing Brisa are different. Kevan de Bishas Misa Kohadarbe, since on his deathbed he changed what he initially said. Ema, I should now argue Kushta Kamar. Perhaps now it's the case that he's telling the truth. You know, it's that last minute honesty. You know, you're like, I forgot to tell you. I really feel bad. And I'm going to all of my MS and I want to make sure that I go there with a clean slate. I lied. So perhaps the Gemara recommends in the name of Rava that when we have, as the Brisa suggests, a claim by Kedushin and then a claim by death, when there are two claims that differ from one another, we believe the second one, Ema Kushta Kamar. And Omar Le'abaye, that's adorable. That's great. But the Lav Kol who? This should be a kosher In the case of the brisa, the brisa that began in our Gemara, where we had someone talking right at the time of Kedushan, a husband said, for example, I have no brothers. And then at the time of Misa, he says, I do have brothers. There it's Meira Lele Dibure. He for sure lied in the first case, if you're saying that you trust him. If that's true, then Masnisin de lo kamar Lele Dibure, lo then in the case scenario where you have someone who didn't have conflicting comments because he didn't have comment number one that says, I have no brothers. And then comment number two that says, I have brothers. If you're going to say that at Kedushan, he says he has no brothers. And by me, say he says he has brothers and you believe him. You believe him when he has conflicting comments. You should for sure believe him when he doesn't have conflicting comments. If all he says, which is our Mishnah, just says at the time of death, by the way, I have brothers. Why does our Mishnah say no neman? If you're willing to believe the guy when he for sure lied, he for sure, one of them isn't true by the Kedushan or the Misa, then for sure we should believe him when he never lied. So says the Gemara, therefore... Why, what? Doesn't matter. I don't think it matters. No, Yibam would apply with one brother and Yerusha would apply with one. It's true both in the Brisa and in the Mishnah, by the way. It's, it's at least consistent, but I, I assume it's just Lashon B'nai Adam. There's a remiss to that on the next page in an unrelated sugya, but we'll see. Whatever. I don't have a good answer for you. So the Gemara therefore says this is not a good svar. El Amar Abaye, how then do we distinguish between our Mishnah and the Brisa? 
The Gemara says three lines from the bottom. Masnisen in our Mishnah, In our Mishnah, the assumption was a zero. We don't have any knowledge of whether or not the, he had brothers or whether or not he had a son. And therefore, since the assumption was that he didn't have these things, then when he is Omar Yeshli Banim, Naaman, Yeshli Achem Eino Naaman, because Lav Kol Kimine to Aserle Akule Alma. It's not fair that if the Chazaka was the other way to Aser her. So here the Gemara is giving a different distinction. In our Mishnah, we have a Chazaka. The Chazaka is what she assumed for every day of her marriage until the day that this husband died. Let's say they've been married for 90 years. Please, God. Uh, right before he dies, he said, by the way, I um, uh, I have brothers and they're alive. So says the Gemara, you're up against the Chazaka. It's not Stam, are you Naaman, are you not Naaman? The Naamanus of you saying that he has a brother, uh, the, the, the husband saying he has a brother, is against a, a Chazaka of him not having a brother. It's not Stam in a vacuum. Nothing's in a vacuum in Halacha. The context is that for 89.9 years of their marriage, the chazaka was that there was no brother. You cannot show up in the 11th hour and say, I have a brother. You can't do that because you're going against the chazaka. Not a fairness question. It's, you're, it, it's not right. Your ne'emonus is against the chazaka. You, you can't do that. The chazaka wins. But b'risa, in regards to the b'risa, as we turn to the top of Samach Dalet Amid there, de muxaklan be'achi. There, remember, he spoke at the time of Kedushin and said he had brothers. The lo muxaklan be'bani. Therefore, and he didn't have an assumption of brothers. And then, de amrinan mali l'shaker. And I said, I have no reason to lie. Micah Amar, what does that mean? So really what it means is, What's the mali l'shaker? Why should I bother lying? I don't have to lie. If I want to get her out of this whole scenario, I could just give her again. Now, this becomes a machlokes, Rebbe and Reb Nasa. Rebbe Savar, Mali Lishaker, the Svara of Mali Lishaker, this is a very long piece of Gemara. The Svara of Mali Lishaker is so strong, it's Ki Edim Dami, Vasu Edim, and Akre Chazaka. The Svara of saying, why would I bother lying? I can solve this problem another way has the halachic equivalence of edus. Reb Nosan Savar Mali Lishaker ki chazaka dami. Loachsi chazaka ve'akara chazaka legar. Therefore, Reb Nosan says, the reason why I say uh, that it's still hetet, it's a chazaka against a chazaka. So when we have edim against chazaka, edim is more powerful, good to go. When it's chazaka and chazaka, so then we're stuck. We're just stuck. <coughs> Okay, let's continue. Seven lines down, Samach Talal Amid Beis, at a new Mishnah. That cup's empty. Hamakadish is Bito Stam. Ein Habogros Bichlal. If a man, I have those. I just don't, no, it's fine. Thank you. I have, I brought a couple of extras. Man marries off his daughter without referencing which daughter we're talking about. Ein Habogros Bichlal. We don't include the older daughters. The reason we don't include the older daughters is because they're older. He has no right to marry them off. Once they're a gadola, they have to marry themselves off. They have to accept Kedushan on their own. Now, let's get into a Gemara. We saw this earlier in the Masechta. What daf was it on? No. 
This was not, I mean, it might have been in the Dharma. We saw this in this Masechta for sure. Okay. I We did. I'm not going crazy here. Does Rashi talk about it? I just have to verify that I'm not crazy. I can Maybe you're crazy. <laughs> here? Where do you see that? Oh, Gan Sham. That's what the Masorah says. I missed that. Sorry. Thank you. Okay. I feel a little bit better. What does the Mishnah say? Eight lines down. A man has two daughters from two wives. I'm going to frame this out. The daughters from wife number one are 22 and 21. The daughters from wife number two are 20 and 19. He has four daughters. He had two daughters in a row, Irish twins, followed by getting married and having another set of Irish twins. Says the Gemara, the Amar Kidashti is Biti Hagdola. He has four daughters, 22, 21 from wife number one, 20 and 19 from wife number two. And he says, I married off my older daughter, the Ini Yodea in Gedola Shebigdolos, O Gedola Shebigtanos, O Bigdola, Oktana Shebigdolos, Shigdola Mina Gdola Shebigtanos. So it says the Gemara as follows Mishnah says, There's four girls. When I say that I married off the Gedola, it could be the 22-year-old because she's older than the 21-year-old. It could be the 20-year-old because she's older than the 19-year-old. And it could be the 21-year-old who's the younger daughter of the older pair because she's older than both of the younger ones. In other words, the older three daughters are all older than someone. So children number one from Rachel, 22 and 21, both of them could be older because they're older than the younger. The older daughter of the younger pair who is 20 is older than the 19-year-old. So the Mishnah says, we'll soon see that this is the sheet of Reb Meir, Kulan Asuros, Chutz Minaktana Shebiktanos, Reb Meir. Reb Meir says that if I loosely use the language of Gedolos, so of my four daughters, the three older ones are all older than someone. The 21, what? They're all possible. And I said Gedolos, I don't know, I was in the, in the clouds. One l'chaim, too many. I have no idea what happened. So the Gemara says in the name of Reb Meir, all three older girls are stuck. Getting whatever the nafkamin is up. Rabbi Yossi Omer, no. Kulan mutaros chutz He argues and says, obviously we're talking about the oldest girl. Obviously. We'll see soon why this is the case. Rabbi Meir Omer, kulan mutaros chutz Next case. Let's say reverse. Kidashti es biti haketana. Ve'eni yodea in kitana shebektanos. I don't know if it's my 19-year-old, the youngest of the youngest, Oktana Shebegdolos, the 21-year-old who's younger than her older sister from my first marriage, Ogdola Shebegtanos, or the older daughter of the second marriage, Shiktana Minaktana. Ogdola Shebegtanos, Shiktana Minaktana Shebegdolos, or my daughter who's 20 from the second marriage, who's younger than both of the older girls, Kulanasurus Chutz Minaktola Shebegdolos, Tivirab Meir. Mayor again says, if I say Thanos, it can be any of the younger three. Don't know which one, because all of them are younger than someone, except for the Gdolos Shebegdolos. Raviosi keeps his party line, and he says, and instead of saying, everybody's us, sir. Okay, now, in the first case, we had spoken about a father who was marrying off his uh, gedolos. Says the Gemara, "Haktanos bechlal shamas mina kedushin she'ein mesur and lebia habu kedushin." If in fact a man has many younger daughters, 
and you're going to say that they're possibly married, you can't sleep with any of those women because they're sisters. So if a man has numerous younger daughters, we saw this machlokas already, that if a man is not able to sleep with the woman with whom he is getting married to, then the marriage is not a marriage. So what we see from here is shamas minam, kiddushin she'en misur nabiya, habu kiddushin. We see as an inference, a distant inference from our case, it must be the case that the author of our Mishnah holds that a marriage, even where one cannot consummate the marriage with intimacy, the halacha is that seemingly they're still married. Says the Gemara Lav Dafka, halfway down, three lines into the new Gemara. Perhaps we're not talking about a complex case where there are so many daughters and there's multiple younger daughters. Why? Because maybe we're only talking about a case where there's two girls. One's 14 and one's 11. And then you can't make your inference about uh, the Isrbiya. You have no idea. Says the Gemara, how can you say that? After all, the hub Bogros Ketani. So our Mishnah says that we're talking about Bogros. Look at the Mishnah, six lines down on this page. plural. Shouldn't we therefore assume that if there's plural older girls, that there's plural younger girls? Says the Gemara, no, that's ridiculous. My Bogros, Bogros to Alma. Just means <laughs> girls in general. It wasn't meant to be our specific reference to teach us anything about whether or not Bia Shemesur Lekedushin is considered to be Kedushin. Um, that's not the right language. Uh, Kedushin, uh, Kedushin She'en Mesur and Lebiya, whether or not there's Kedushin. So my Bogros, Bogros Talmud. Says the Gemara, well, Bogros, Pshita, Pshita Bogros, my Vidataya, what are you going to do for an older girl? She's 13. She's on her own. She's 12. Goodbye. My yeah. daughter just had her bas mitzvah yesterday. I cannot marry her off anymore. What? Well, he is engaged to Tyre's in control. 20, 22, 21, 2019. It's 100% true. I would have to be younger. Either that or they were appointed in Shlichus. But you're correct. That's the I gave the wrong ages. It would have been smarter to do uh, 11, 10, 9, and 8. Mm -hmm. Michael's for sure right. Unless again, the only unless is that the dog those old it's not what what was meant to be what you just said. That's correct. Should be younger ages. In theory, it could work if a daughter would appoint her father as a messenger, but you're right. I should have given the appropriate age. I didn't think about that. That's a great point. Thank you. So says the Gemara, um, why would we be talking about Bogros ever? It's obvious that a father cannot uh is not able to control what his older daughter does. I think we all know that. So the Gemara says, two-thirds of the way down. So my daughter at her bas mitzvah and her bas mitzvah speech, you know, dad, I want you to be my messenger to marry me off. Then I'm allowed to. But without her rishos, I'm, I'm not allowed to marry off that daughter. But what might I have thought? Uh, when a... Um, when a daughter, an older daughter, does in fact appoint me as a shliach, but I also have a younger daughter, so says the Gemara, I might have thought that when I accept Kedushin, it's for that older daughter who appointed me as a shliach. A father is not going to do that. Because with the older daughter, even if the older daughter gives me gives me rishus, where, does the, where, do the, where do the dineros go? For the older daughter, they go to the father. I mean, they go to the they go to the daughter. I would not, because I'm a terrible father, seems the Gemara to say, I would not marry off my older daughter when I could marry off my older daughter and make bank. I will not marry off my older daughter where I will make no money when I could marry off my younger money, my younger daughter, and make the Kedushin. 
That's what the Gemara says. I'm just saying that's bad parenting. But that's not right. What about Lot? Shilas. Over they were young. They were super young. We don't know. How, how old was Rachel and Leah? Did anybody know? I'm saying they were katanas. I have no idea. Says the Gemara, well, perhaps that older daughter is a giving older daughter. Oh, Tati, I'll give you a few bucks. You marry me off. And you can have the Kedushin, says my 12-year-old daughter. The Gemara says, don't worry about it. Doesn't matter. A father is not going to lose the opportunity. Is not going to lose the opportunity to get a mitzvah of marrying off his younger daughter, Vavid Mitzvah de Lo and be involved in a mitzvah that isn't incumbent upon him. His older daughter getting married is no longer the father's responsibility. <clears throat> that is now the daughter's responsibility. And that brings us to the next two dots. The Gemara says three fourths of the way down, two lines into the wide lines. We had said the cases of Mishi Yesh Loshte Kite Banos. And if you'll recall, we presented two cases in our Mishnah. Remember the four daughters? Let's take Michael's Kanech, that they are 11, 10, 9, and 8. That's a much better way to frame it. But I still have a rule that I don't go back and edit my, uh, I have yet to do it. We're good to go. So Lemaisa, uh, well, let's say the 11-year-old, we, we gave two cases. What if a father says, I'm hereby marrying my oldest, and I don't remember what I meant by oldest, or I presented the next case of, I hereby marry off my youngest, and I don't know which one it was. In both of those cases, we saw separate machlokos between Rav Meir and Rav Yossi. The Gemara wants to know why that's the case. Why did the Why did the Mishnah present two? They're the same thing. Rav Meir said three out of four were guilty, were were married, and one wasn't. Rav Yossi says one out of four is married, and he said it in both cases. Mainaf kamino. So it says the Gemara the two dots fit sricha. The Ashmin and Kamaisa. If I only had the first case where I'm referring to the older daughter, the Hachka Rav Meir. <laughs> because there are those that are younger than any of the older ones therefore even the nine-year-old is older than the eight-year-old therefore all three of them are considered to be gdolos in the reverse case when we're referring referring only to a katana everybody calls the youngest the youngest I for sure do that. This is my baby. I talk about that child, even though he's not a baby. Different different lexicon. We refer to them differently. If we only had them. First two are from marriage number one. What's in the guy's head? Those are my kids. In his head, they're... What, what, what the Gemara is saying is that... They're... What the Gemara is saying, though, is that there's a difference between calling your child your oldest and your youngest. It's the mazinka. Like, your brain is a little different about the little one. That's what the Gemara implies. And therefore, because of that, maybe there's no machlok. You're correct. With wife number one, 
with wife number one, our youngest is the nine-year-old. And with wife number two, our young. You're correct. But the Gemara doesn't make your distinction. You're correct. I hear, I hear what you're saying. It just didn't play out that way. Five lines into the wide lines. And with this, we're going to stop. I really should be doing more, but I'm coughing up a lung. So we're just going to stop. Um, if we only had the Machlokas, Rav Meir, Rav Yossi, in the latter case, Hakama Rav Yossi, maybe only in the latter case, in the case of uh, that our Mishnah was discussing when a father said, I married off my daughter and she's a katana. In the other case, in the case where the father said, I married off my older daughter, perhaps they would agree. The Gemara doesn't even insert svaras to each of the tzadim. I and Shaman the Rishonim how to navigate this, but that could be the same svaras as the Khan Khan. Could just be the reverse, that we refer to the Gedola, oh, this is my Bani Bechori, right? So now we can flip the svaras in the opposite direction. We'll stop right, right here. Tomorrow is going to be a recording one way or the other because I have to teach a class at that time. Uh, and uh, we'll pick up at the Memra, eight lines from the bottom. Wishing you all a beautiful night.